feel like you should say this, mate, but I'll say it anyway. Hello and welcome to FBL Mavericks. We have the Jesus Christ of the Mavericks, the man that walks on water, the co-founder. He's back for one week only, or maybe more weeks. We'll see how he goes today, see if he enjoys it. The big man, Luke Whaley Wildcat Mitchell. How are you, big man? OG, baby, OG. Wolves, <laughs> <laughs> baby. I've been listening to the dribble that your guests have been coming up with, and I've finally lost it. I'm setting things straight. Who, who's uh, who's brought you out of retirement? Was it is it Titanic or? Yeah, if you if you get called out on a on a pod, you've got to you've got to front up. You got to front up. So I'm here, and I'm putting 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 big big steps, throwing down gauntlets. Yeah, mate, you uh, you're absolutely smashing it of late. I think. Um, where are you in the world that, at the moment? That was the problem for me. Is when I was originally on the podcast, I just started going shit, and as soon as I stopped. Stopped uh, reading as much and looking at as many podcasts and just going back to the good old eye test. I've climbed way back up the rankings. Man, uh, that, that's the way I to was do in it. The, I was in the top 5K, but I had two bad weeks. Um, and I bounced back and had a good week this week. So I'm about eight, 8K or 6K. I think I'm 8K after this game week. It's going to recalculate, but, but um, I've got a, the Pope clean sheet this morning so that'll help i'm about six points off the top five five k fuck yeah so i'm gonna keep keep climbing i've got big big plans big moves plans to try and sneak back into that top 5k would that be because i know you finished like ridiculously low before would that be your best finish if you got in the top 5k uh no um because i've been playing this game for a long long time Maybe like 10 years ago, it wasn't as competitive. I've had a three-figure rank before, so wow. within the top top 1,000. Um, that, that, that was my best, but that was when, you know, you could have the Holy Trinity midfield of like Gerard, Lampard, all those boys. <laughs> yeah. So there's been some, some amazing times uh, over the years. I've really enjoyed playing this game. It's just fun. And yeah. it's the way that keeps me interested in the Premier League because you have to know the players, know the teams, um, follow the form. So, yeah, it's great. But it's very challenging because there's so many more engaged managers um, today and just so much more information. So yeah. people can just log on to Twitter at the last minute and copy someone's team or someone's moves. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, that wasn't available 10, 10 years ago. No, I agree. I think um, it's got way, way harder, um, even mm. in the last couple of seasons. Um, just everybody is all over it. And especially COVID. The top 10K is super competitive. Oh, my God, yeah. COVID. It's just like, there's so many last-minute changes, and I've never seen so many fixtures moved in double game weeks. And like this week, I've been waiting for that, for the Man City announcement are they going to get a double in 36 and 37 did you hear last uh pretty sure it was last night pep's presser no he um he he dropped he dropped west ham so i'm pretty sure he said 
our next three games are against um, Watford, Leeds, West Ham, which means the West Ham fixture would be dropped into game week 36 and not 37. So it looks like Man City are going to have their double in 36 now. Wow. So that's, that's big for someone like me who's looking at bench boosts 36 because now I can start loading up on City. So our oh. mate Ben, ben Crellin thinks that the, the announcement is imminent, imminent if Pep has been given a date for that fixture. So it's big news. Wow. And I guess like the way that the European fixtures fall would, would, because I suppose it's still a huge priority for Pep to win the, the league. Like he's still going to play his best team against West Ham because they can. He has to. Mm. They, they have to keep winning games because you've seen Liverpool's form at the moment. They're an unstoppable force. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Liverpool and City are going to be playing close to their strongest lineups um, until the title is decided. And we've seen that because most of their main guys have been consistently starting when available. And, yeah, I really, this is the question I might ask you then, mate. Like, there's, you, I've got the setup with the Harry Kane up front, but I'm thinking about flipping that and um, upgrading. A midfielder to KDB and dropping Kane down to a cheaper striker. Yeah, a hundred percent. I would, and, I would look into that. But the problem is, KDB is going to have um, bubble wrap on him for the Champions League, isn't he? They've got Real Madrid, so mm. they do. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. It's it's just I just watched KDB's form over the last couple of games, and and he could have had a, a hat full. In that last in the game on the weekend, so I've just like as soon as I, I was like looking at, I watched the extended match or the highlights of that game, and KDB was just in everything, and I was just like, I have to have this guy. And then you compare it to the to the slop that Tottenham served us up. <laughs> that was a horrible performance. It can't be worse than United, mate. Oh, I'd hate to be a United fan at the moment. At least they've got, uh, they had that new manager announced. So mm. surely they've got to be moving forward. Yeah. Pogba's out for at least the next two weeks. The virus. The virus is, is, is left. So they'll probably start winning again. Yeah. The virus. <laughs> um, so, yeah, mate, what we'll do, we'll do the, the standard procedure. You must remember. Um, yeah. We'll go through what a Maverick is for the new listeners. The scores on the doors um, from the Mavericks last week. The Twitter league standings, which you're looking pretty good in. And then we'll do a Maverick each. And then we'll just talk through a bargain bucket between us and a Maverick cap. Um, so, mate, I know you've we, we've got the soundbite of you explaining a Maverick. So, I don't think I have to ask you this. But we'll ask you anyway. What is a Maverick for the listeners? Oh, Benjamin, Benjamin, Benjamin. The good old Maverick pig. That's what we all want uh, <laughs> late in the season to help us climb our mini leagues. So it's under 10% owned. Uh, it's what I refer to as the flare pick because it's away from that mainstream safe option. We all want a Mav pick. Get some Mav in your life. I like it, mate. Under 10% owned. And it'll rocket you up them uh, mini leagues. So... In terms of the the actual me versus the guests, which we reverted to, mate, um, it's actually I pulled it back nine seven to the guests. 
him got Shah last week, which is a good pick, nine points. And he picked Davies, who got two. I smashed it. I got Barnes, which was 12, and Odegaard, which was seven. So comfortably beat him. Wow. So, no pressure. This is for you to keep it in the guests column and, and make it, you know, that little uh, Leeds distance Ooh. over Burnley in the league. Be- being a part of the podcast historically, I kind of want you to win, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I have to I have to win something, don't I? No, I'm joking. Oh. Um, no, there's actually some really interesting options available to us from, from some of the big clubs that are still under 10% owned. Mm-hmm. And it's a good time to start making moves for some of these. We've obviously got the Chelsea double game week this week and there's a couple of interesting picks there that are under 10% owned. So I'll be definitely putting one of those forward. Cool. In terms of the Twitter league, you are very high now, my friend. But there's somehow people above you, which is freakish. Um, you're third. And you're you're actually, I don't know how this is possible, but you're you're a hundred you're nearly a hundred behind David Conley, who's on two three hundred and thirty. Yeah. That is He's crazy. been flying. <laughs> There was one guy that came in late to the league and he jumped everyone up the top and he was like top 500 in the world or something. He's killing it. Yeah, so it's really interesting for that top four places because I test Dave was top for a long time. You've yeah. surged up the league and you've got a couple of chips left, haven't you? Two, yeah, bench boost and free hit. So you, I mean, I don't know how what chips are like for David and the other two Davids, but yeah, I know Tim's got two left, so... Whoa. And uh you left Titanic in the dust, mate. You're um you're a good <laughs> eighty points in front. <laughs> I can't wait for game week thirty six when we get both of you on here like Tyson Fury and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. If it was not if it was in person and wasn't on video conference like because of COVID, I think it might come to blows. Yeah, and you're both big lads as well. Mm. The who's, the earth, the wood rumble, my friend. Who's taller? I don't know. Cam, if he's got his top bun. <laughs> samurai top bun. Samurai top bun. Who, no, he's a good man. He's a good man. He's been unlucky this season. He's because he's been forced to make some some perhaps maverick picks to try and jump back up there. But that's it's not even his. That's not his origins aren't math. No. He's a, he's a strategist. Yeah, he is. He is. He's white. He's males in front of me now as well. Is so he? I'm, yeah. Is he I'm, out of reach? I'm in the dust, yeah. You had That's a good cool. week, though, this week, mate. I bench boosted and only got average. I got the same points as you. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I had a pretty good week. And if, if you're getting 80 plus, that's a good week this week. Really good. Still 158 thousandths in the world. So I'll be happy if I make it in the top 100K and I beat Ross just because he's so in, insistent and in trying to beat me. So, What's the wager? Is it still wearing the, the jersey of whoever whoever's club loses? Yeah, so I don't want to... Club be, wins? We, we, either of us could be wearing a relegated jersey at this point, but... Hope surely yeah. Leeds will be safe. Well, it's close though. That's the only result this yeah. morning. Wow, that's mm. a huge result. Two 0 over Southampton. 
They're, they're only one point behind Everton, I think, after that result. Yeah, that is... Is, is, is Everton... Are you even with Everton or are you a couple ahead? Uh, we're one ahead. Okay. Jeez, that is tight. And the fixtures for all three teams, Burnley have the best fixtures, just. Mm. Everton and Leeds are very similar, but Everton have a few more home games. So I would say... This is where goal difference could harm us because losing fucking seven nil to Man City and Liverpool mm. probably not going to help. It's this is the best time of year to watch Premier League because you've just got uh, and it's having such a, a close title race. It's awesome. We haven't had this like this this late into the season for a long time. No. Like Man City are really feeling that pressure. Yeah. Like Liverpool just seems so confident. They seem like they they know they can win it. Like they're 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 pushing forward. I think Man City are the ones that are kind of yeah most vulnerable. I'm I'm still back in the pool to get there. Do you think that there is a reality where Liverpool do the quadruple? It's not <laughs> like I wouldn't put it past them. They've got they're playing. That just the fact that they've just got no major injuries, and the way Luis Diaz has walked into that side, like Mane now playing some incredible football down through the middle, like yeah, it's and and Salah hitting the ground running again after his couple goals on the weekend. I just feel they've just got so much confidence. That back line is so settled. Um, Allison's having a good season. It's just they they honestly they. They could do it. I, I don't think they will personally, but it's still like something that that could be there. I think the Champions League is a big one, mate. That that's still got a long way to go in that. Yeah, they still need to be and, the reality. They've a, yeah, they've got the favourable tie, um, but mate, the way Madrid play, um, the depth of City if they make the final. I, I think yeah, I think they'd probably rather play. Um, I don't know. I was going to say they'd rather play Madrid because um, City probably had the better of them in that last game. I think they were quite fortunate to get a draw out of that game mm. in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And then the cup that City played like the B team, right? So mm. uh, I don't know how you would ever like play, ever play a B team in a cup final. Surely you just play your best team. Like it's one game. You can fucking suck it up and you want a trophy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you play for, for that game. You, you put your best team out, so fair play to Klopp. Mm. Um, but, mate, jumping into, like, your, your, your um, bringing up about Liverpool, Salah, obviously he's had really, for Salah, poor form other than last week. He scored two goals, could have had more potentially. He's got Everton and doubles coming up. Does he become that perma-captain? Does he become that must-have for everybody again, in your opinion? Mate, you know, um, in- interesting you said that he hadn't, hadn't he was out of form. Uh, but what, and again, this comes down to a bit of eye tests and complementing it with a little bit of stats, but he was still, he was still dangerous when in, in those games. He just wasn't, he wasn't converting. Mm. Uh, and you had guys like Jota who kept who kept popping up. Like even I was like thinking, do I do the switch from mm. downgrading Salah to Jota? But then there's Diaz flying through, so you, the the rotation there is too much of a risk. Salah's still nailed on; he's going to play every minute of every game. 
and he never truly lost form. He was like, um, I compared it to what's just recently happened with Sonny when Son hit fire again. He was still getting chances. He just wasn't converting them to that elite level that he was. So all they need is one or two to start going in the back of the net and they get that confidence in. Yeah. Like that Mo Salah second goal where he, he dinked it over over De Gea, that mm-hmm. was that was genius. So yeah. I'm I'm backing like you could see I captain Salah this week and I knew Everton was coming up. He is close to a perma captain, except for um oh, game week thirty six will be a toss over between a city asset and uh, and Salah, but it's likely I'll just go with Salah yeah. the rest of the way. Especially in your opposition, mate. Like you're, you'd be top of the ball your mini leagues, and you'd be, you, you know, if you stick with your chip strategy, you should win our league as well. I'd say, um, if unless you know that David, do you know that David Conley? Maybe do you know him? No, no, no. He, he's no. I, I don't personally know him, but he's flying. He's having a great season. If he's got, got a left, he could still be a threat. I think he's in front. I'm going to still make a couple of mad moves to try and have a real crack to get deep inside the top 5k uh, because I'd rather finish you know right on 10k um, 10k is better sorry I'd rather finish within the top 1k than finish around this 6, 7, 8k that I'm currently like hovering in now so I'm yeah. going to definitely have yeah, a crack that's it you, and you, you give credit credibility to the Mavericks definitely <laughs> that's, a, that's how we get there like I'm going to use some of these picks that aren't 10% owned I'm in a prime position. I've got two free trades this week, so I can bring in a Chelsea, and I'm looking at making a four-point hit for a, a big move on a City asset, potentially KDB. Cool. Well, all right. How about we we jump into Let's that and we can chat about the the four, foresight, is that a word, um, of what you see as well. Um, so, yeah, go for it, mate. Jump in. First one in a while. First Mav in many, many weeks, Benny. Uh, but this Mavs already in my team. It's Kai Havertz for Chelsea, and it's the perfect time to get on him because he had his rest on the weekend. Yep. Uh, Mount's, Mount's been playing a lot of consecutive matches, so I'm, I do have some slight concerns over Mount's minutes. He might get some one of these games on the pine this week, but Havertz had his rest, so uh, he'll he'll look likely to be nailed on for this next yep. two matches. Um, the guy is playing really well. He had an offside goal disallowed on the weekend. So, yeah, I've, I've liked the way he's looked um, since he really started gaining confidence this season. Really suits him, the way Chelsea play with him at that number nine. Mm. He's going to have a lot of chances this weekend. Two good fixtures. Uh, he's definitely an armband candidate for me. It's out of Havertz or, or Salah um, yeah. versus Everton. No, I agree. I think um, they found the front three now, haven't they, Chelsea? It's it's Havertz, Werner, and then Mount in, in the hole a little bit um, behind. I agree on the Mount pick. He has played lots of minutes, but I think he's very durable. He doesn't get many injuries. So it's that kind of question where, like, do you want someone leading the line like Havertz that could score? Or do you want someone like Mount who takes most of the free kicks and set pieces and, you know, he's coming late? I think either would be a good pick. But the only thing that I wanted to bring up with you, and I guess I fell into that trap the last two weeks, 
because I'm just obsessed with dub doubles and it's shot me in the ass. Um, is West Ham and Man United a good double? Like, is it really? You saw what Chelsea, you saw what Liverpool did to Man United, right? I know, but I don't think Chelsea are anywhere near as good as Liverpool or City. No? Nah. I I still think, like, well, Norwich scored two against and looked dangerous against United and they've, they <laughs> haven't got the goal threat of anyone. So I just think that Man United backline is really Jakey. struggling. Like, if they, especially if you have to play Bruno in a defensive midfield type position as well, that's not his most favourable position. So they're vulnerable, man, and... and yeah, there's a lot of lot of dissension among the ranks in that Manchester United team. They've done, in my opinion, they're doing exceptionally well to be still fighting for those um, for those top European places. They, they're not going to obviously not going to finish fourth, but they'll finish top six mm. for sure. Um, they've done well to to get there. Mount is a still a great pick, and my I might ask you, I'm looking at either bringing in. Um, mount alongside habits for this double and, and going with both of those and one Chelsea defender because remember I've got two free trades yeah and keep and keep Harry Kane so let's say um, mount and Harry Kane or I could go a KDB in and bring in someone um, like a Watkins up up top instead of Kane so would you go mount and Kane? Or would you go Watkins and KDB for the rest of the season? For the rest of the season? Yeah. I would, I would hold... Bring in Matt. I'd have Mount and Kane this week just because Mount's got two and then another two. But Kane has Brentford. I think they've got an all right little run, haven't they? Spurs. Yeah, well, well, Spurs have Brentford, Leicester, and then they've got a, a tough double in, in Game Week 36 to bench boost, whereas... I was looking at um, Villa, and Villa have like Norwich. Um, who they got this week? They got Norwich. They got Leicester. They got Burnley as one of their fixtures in the double, and then they got Liverpool as their other fixture in the double. So they got a tough double, but they've got two nice fixtures leading in. But then if you're complementing that with a KDB in midfield, who's got Wat- Watford, Leeds, and then they've got that double thirty-six, that, that could be huge. Well, That's when... what I'm looking at. And and Spurs have, have had that hiccup on the weekend. And I saw KDB's form. Mm. I'm just thinking that could be huge. Yeah, well, when you put it like that, I'm just thinking you could play it so that you get you get Kane's upside for a little bit. And then KDB probably will get rescued. He's not going to play all of them games because we know KDB gets injured. And they need him for the run-in and they need him for the Champions League. So... Mm. How you play that up to you? I would be very surprised if KDB KDB plays every game, whereas you know Kane's going to play every game. Um, maybe oh, you could do it the other way. I don't know. Tough for me. It's a mad move if you go without Spurs. So it would be me jumping off uh, Kane. Um, I've got Kane and Kulusevski at the moment. So if I jumped off both of those. That would be my mad, mad move to try and have a crack at the end of the season because people will be stuck to a, a Spurs asset. And I don't think I haven't seen many teams that have been able to to fit a strong backline in, which I've which I've got. I've got good team value, mm. still keeping the likes of Salah with KDB and having, I guess, the forward line is is where I 
have to make that sacrifice. But, you know, it's an interesting sacrifice to make to try and have KDB Salah in there. Very true, mate. I like it. Um, we shall see. Havertz, good pick. And I think there's lots to talk through whether Chelsea and Man United are good doubles, um, especially. But yeah, like that. Is there anyone in the Chelsea side that you like the look of that we should be looking that no one else will have? And there's one in my mind, and this isn't a matter or anything. Um, I think Alonso, you've got to look at soon, right? He's flying, yeah. flying down the wing again. He was, I was going to call him out as my first Mav because he's, he has been nailed down on that left wing spot, which is, which is, it is, it is a, um, like they haven't got much depth over there. So he's, he's nailed on at the moment. My concern is, um, Rudiger is unlikely to play on the weekend. So he's going to miss the West Ham game, um, based on quotes from the press conferences. So that's a, that's a big loss. So he'll likely only make the Man United game. Uh, so what that does mean is, and especially after Chelsea's poor performance on the weekend defensively, they could switch back to a back four. And if they did that, that would mean Alonso would be out of the side. So I have some question marks over his um, nailed on this for both fixtures, just because they might have to switch to that that back four type setup. So I have some queries on that, and that would be the only reason I wouldn't go Alonso. But if they stick to that wing-back system, he's nailed on, he's looked good, he's looked dangerous, and he would probably be the first name I brought in from Chelsea if I was confident in, in, them, in him playing two fixtures because at 5.5 mil, He's an absolute bargain. Yeah, he's, he, yeah. He plays like a, a midfielder. He gets chances every week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good one to, to talk through. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I think Alonso is a good shout, but again, I think what the fears that you brought up are very valid. He, yeah, he's very exposed without a Rudiger beside him. Christiansen, we've seen, is an absolute liability at the moment. Mm. And, and Chelsea have just shipped four, so it's like, do I want to bring in another Chelsea mid defender? Probably not after that. If they'd have beaten Arsenal, mm. yeah. And the only other one I would have said for Chelsea would have been Werner because he's on a bit of form, but it's it's taken a lot of the funds away from your midfield, which is where the big points are scored, right? Yeah, this season especially, noticeably so. Like you saw. Um, Son, like you looked at that hat-trick Son got versus the Ronaldo hat-trick. I mean, and even Salah's haul this week. Yeah, like Salah, and he, he scored, Salah scores two goals and assists. It's a clean sheet point. It's, and Ronaldo finishes with 17. Salah finishes with what? It was 18 or 19 points. 19 points. So Salah got more points than him versus Ronaldo, who scored more goals. Wow. That is such a good point. Bonus points. Um, Makes a okay, big mate, difference I'll... when you're captaining someone and they get these extra points for a goal, extra points for a clean sheet point as well. Like you, you double down on those, two of those, it's an extra four points. Yeah, mate. Good shout. Um, my, my first Mav pick, mate, is going to be absolutely maverick 
I used it last season to close a gap and it could fuck me in the ass here. And people will be like, how can you call this guy a maverick? But he is. I actually think he's in better form than Salah at the moment. And it's his uh, co-partner in crime, Mane. Wow. He's, okay. He's, Good man. He's 3.5% owned. Because everyone goes for Salah, right? He's playing so well. Yeah. I, I, I might bring him in and just did, count him in. Did you see that that um, that like, ball he put through for Salah's goal? That was unbelievable. Yeah, he's a freak. He's such a good player. I love how um, for both of Salah's goals, he acknowledged the assister because they made the goals for him. They made the opening. And like that was world-class, that that ball that Mane put in. like that. Not every player can do that. Like The way he had to contort his body and fought yeah. to get that delivery, amazing. And I think, yeah, Everton are just going to get absolutely hammered. I hope. That would be mad if you brought him in and captained him. I might do it. I've got nothing to lose. Have you got any Chelsea coverage? Uh, just James. I could take a minus eight and I could bring in like a Havertz or a Madison. Uh, not Madison, uh, Mount. Mm. But yeah, that's the one I'll go for. I've okay. got a lot to chat through, but let's see who you go with, mate. Who's your Who's your second one? Well, I was going to go for, for someone really obvious like KDB, but I always think that's a bit of a cop-out when you go for one of the top players in the game. Mm. Oh, actually, don't fucking disrespect to you. You just dropped in Mane there, but... <laughs> He's a true Mav because he's honestly, he's not on anyone's radar. Whereas, yeah. you know, KDB is someone everyone speaks about. No one speaks about Mane realistically because everyone's got Salah and no one wants to double down on the Mane yeah. and Salah combo. So I was going to go KDB, but I might go slightly left field and and back um, one of my potential transfers in this week, um, which would be the downgrade of Harry Kane to Ollie Watkins. Now, I wanted to put in Coutinho into into this conversation as a Mav pick, but Coutinho's ownership has been sitting on 12% ownership now. He's dropped a, a whole bunch from over the last few weeks. He's only 7.1 mil, but then... So his counterpart, Watkins, he's only 7% owned. So I'm thinking he's a, a great pick because, mate, the next few fixtures, uh, Leicester, Norwich, Burnley... Um, and Burnley's the first fixture of the double. The second fixture in the double is Liverpool. And I just look at those fixtures and think Villa have not shown great form. Um, they're hovering in that that lower part of the table now. I really think Gerard wants to have a strong finish to the season. And these next three fixtures is where it's at. And Leicester and Norwich, leak goals for fun. And I've noticed um, Norwich, especially leak goals, to to strikers, but Leicester leak a lot of goals to midfielders, so that's why I wanted Coutinho this week, and then Watkins next week, potentially. Um, but I'll back Watkins over the next couple of weeks and think um, Leicester still do give up a lot of chances, and then he's, he's just due a goal, so yeah, my boy. Only Watkins, bro. <laughs> and he's an all-action player, isn't he? Like He's been off form, but I don't think it's necessarily his fault. Like It's just the, the team... It's just not firing. And I agree. He is he is gonna be part of everything going forward. Like even if it's assists to 
Danny Ings if he plays or like he's getting on the end of things from Coutinho. That fixture run um, is smart to target. Um, do they have that double in the 36 as well, did you say? Yeah, they do. So that, that's where, well, and they've got a double in 37 too. So you bring wow. in someone from Villa, you've got Leicester, Norwich, and then a double of Burnley, Liverpool, and then a double, double of Palace and Burnley. Wow. So you, you see what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. that yeah. would be worthwhile downgrading if you can get some returns from a Watkins over a Kane to match that because he's got just as many fixtures. Um, like being able to upgrade. Kulusevsky to a KDB, like I've got, I've got cash, so it would be a, a huge advantage, in my opinion. Mate, great pick. The the man's a strategist. That's why he's the king. It's just solving puzzles, mate. Moving pieces around. <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, well, look, I'll give you two options here for my final Mav because I did pick Mane. Um, which could be seen as a cop-out. But again, I think because everyone's going for Salah, it's not hugely a cop-out. And especially if I captain him, I'll, uh, I'll back myself in. Um, I was going to go with either Sterling at 2% or someone of the likes. I really like Zaha at the moment. He's got leads. Yeah. Yeah. And we are shocking at the back. And he has always been a fucking thorn, other than the last time we played him. Mm. Who's your first one? Sterling. He didn't play last game. Yeah. But it is a bit of a cop-out, I suppose. No, if he, I mean, if he plays and starts, it'd be, it'd be, I'd be backing him for sure. Yeah, just because Zaha's temperamental, he didn't get many chances on the weekend. Palace didn't play very well because I reckon they've got one eye on um, on the their cup game as well. Yeah, they got, oh, did they get knocked out? No, they got knocked out. So they got Leeds, right. Chelsea, beat Southampton, us. and Watford at home. So it's a good run. They just don't have doubles. They mm-hmm. should have a double in thirty-seven. Do they? Yeah, yeah, they do. They got Villa oh, and Everton in 37. I won't uh I won't pick Sterling. I'll go Zaha to even it up. How about that? Because yeah. he's on pens. He can't be on pens anymore. He is. How is he Vier- still on Vieira backed him after yeah, that last cock up. Yeah, he's still on pens, mate. And Luka Milivojevic is still out. So yeah, that won't change. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not overly thrilled with that pick, but against with that running, he is a good player. He's, he's due doing something. He looked he looked dangerous on the weekend. Just didn't get that many chances, just because. Yeah, I don't think Palace played very well. Nah, but let's be honest, right? Like he's five percent owned, six point eight. Um, yeah, you can easily get to a Chelsea, Chelsea uh, mid with an extra yeah. million. So. Hmm. Mm. Very good, my friend. Well, we've got Mav Captain and Bargain Bucket. Who would you say Bargain Bucket you would look at or have you looked at? Well, we chatted about Alonso before. I reckon he's He's a standout pick. He would be absolute, yeah. He'd be one of my Bargain Bucket picks of the week 
for sure. Um, and then you've got any, any come to mind for you? Alanga, Kante, maybe. But you got you don't want to take up a spot like that. Yeah, and you you can't bank on a a Jorginho and just hope for a penalty. He hasn't really been playing much either. <laughs> Stirring the pot with Titanic here. Um, Matip, I quite like at five five million as well. He would be a good one to bring in. Yeah, true. He'd be a great enabler for the for the run in. He's surely going to get clean sheets. All, all the way. Like Liverpool has just looked so assured at the back. You got the Rolls Royce of VVD commanding them at the back there. Yeah, he's good. Um, what about he's... you? You not like Rafinha um, up against Palace? Maybe, but then his, our run is just disgraceful after that. You know who? Oh, he probably doesn't qualify because of his price, but Gundogan and Bernardo Silva both had a, a several chances in that game on the weekend against Brighton. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, Bernardo got a goal, um, but but Gundogan had several chances as well. But they're seven mil, so I don't think they qualify as a bargain bucket, unfortunately. Do you think? What I mean, it's always hard to. Second guess pet, but with that lineup, so the last lineup they had, and then they've got they've got bloody hell, they've got Watford on Sunday, and then they've got Real Madrid on the the Wednesday. I mean, I know what I would be doing if I was Pep. Mm. He had Edison, Cancelo, Stones, Laporte, Ake left back, De Bruyne, Rodri, Gundogan, Mares, Silva, and Foden. He had G Jesus, Sterling. Grealish, and maybe you could say Diaz on the bench. What does what does he line up with there? Next game against Watford at home. I I'm thinking he he goes a strong front three again. Uh, I, Mares, Foden, and then one of Grealish or Sterling. That's my thoughts for the front three. Yeah. I think it's too risky, isn't it, to bring in a other? Even this is the Kurt KDB thing, mate. I I rest him. We you could beat Watford without KDB. You can. Um, <clears throat> I just think there's too much at stake, and if you watched what KDB did to Brighton, he was the heart of everything. And I think if you take that out, they'll still beat Watford, I, I believe, but. They wouldn't beat them as comfortably. No, uh, no. and that, that you can't forget. Like at this stage of the season, these players are conditioned and and primed to play a game every three days. Like that's their job. So they can they can do this. There's only a couple of weeks left in the season. So like you you if you've got these players that you can't. My opinion is don't wrap them in cotton wool. This is when you you. Um, you have your leaders come forward and win you titles. Should we? Uh, we haven't had a bet for Estonia in a while. I can't remember what our bets are. I think you've probably won them all. Yeah, I've um, got them written down back in. <laughs> good. Back in the study. There you go. You'll be cleaning up off me. Uh, well, maybe this is a chance for me to bring one back. I bet you that KDB doesn't start. 
Yeah, okay, I'll take that. Done. Done. Nailed. I'll be uh, making sure that we uh, clean the bets up at the end of the season, mate. We shall. Mavcap, then. Mavcap. Well, then I'll double down and go KDB. Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll go mine. I'm that confident he starts. Okay, sweet. Perfect. Done. Awesome. Well, big man. I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be good. You've got some exciting... uh... Hey, one word of uh, warning for for the listeners is last season, around about this time, Klopp rested uh, the likes of Salah against Everton. So is he going to do that again? Around the semi-final time of Champions League. So that that happened last season. Um, So yeah, maybe it is. Maybe Salah and KDB get rested this weekend. Who knows? But in my opinion, they're both they're both they're both starting and they're both hauling. Yeah, yeah, you'd probably be well lucky. Well, there's a bigger gap. In fairness, oh no, there's not. It's the same gap. Yeah, really, mate. It's just something you got to consider before you you got to before you make your transfers. Think about it or, or captaincy picks this week. But hey, I'm I'm back in KDB. It looked too good. Fair play, mate. I uh, I will happily be fair enough if he plays again and starts. All right. Good luck, Benny. You too, mate. Thanks for coming on. Good to chat. All See you, best. bro. Bye. Cheers, mate.